Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast, simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better, helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments. Here are your hosts, Josh Robb and Austin Wilson. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Invested Dads Podcast, a podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future. Today, we are going to be talking about a trend that's been going on this year, and that trend is billionaires selling their company stock. Wow. Talk about hashtag first world problems. I know. I know. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I guess I we're need a little bit of cash. I'm going to send a million. Give me a million dollars. Healthcare crisis, and I got to sell, sell billions stock. of stock. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. So, yeah, you found an article which had some really eye-opening statistics. Yep. You want to walk through a couple things you found, and we'll link the article in the show notes. Yes. So if you want to check that out, click on the link. Yeah. So Financial Advisors Magazine, which is something that I get because I'm a financial that. advisor yeah. and it's a magazine, but they have online articles as well. And so we'll link it in the show notes. But they were referencing this trend this year, and it's not unusual for billionaires to sell stock on occasion, but they noticed that the trend this year is a little bit larger than they've seen in the past. So in the article, again, they referenced that through the start of December. Wow, you just cracked your neck. Really, neck. Like, if you intense. guys heard that, that was my that was neck intense. cracking. So through the start of December, billionaires, and they're using the Bloomberg Billionaire Index uh-huh. for this. First of all, zeros in a billionaire yes. is nine. nine. Nine zeros. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot of commas. So that they use the world's richest 500 people, Bloomberg Billionaire Index. So that's kind of what they're using as a reference. They've unloaded or sold $42.9 billion worth of stock that this year, seems, year to date. That seems like a lot. Yeah, that's so that's the really the first 11 months. In case you guys were wondering... We're still in the growth phase of the Invested Dads podcast, but so at this point, Josh and I do not appear on the Bloomberg. Yeah, we're not. We don't make index. the top five hundred yet. Yeah, but we're, we're trying. Yeah, we're trying. But comparison, so forty two point nine last year. So for in twenty twenty, the same kind of billionaire index. Now probably not the same people. They probably move around every once in a while, it's up like and down. Market cap, right? Yeah, <laughs> but twenty point two billion. So less than half of what they did this year. And so there's, again, noticeable change in what's happened. Yeah. One example, Mark Zuckerberg. Marky Z. Yeah. So, you know, he owns that new company called Meta. Meta. Meta, Just straight Meta. Meta Platforms. Meta Platforms, which was Facebook. It was Facebook. It still is Facebook to everyone's mind at this point. Since May, he has been selling for a while, almost actually every day this year. Sold stock almost every trade day this year. Yeah. Part of that is... We'll talk about volume and, and trading, why you can't do it all in one day. The founders of Google have been doing that since May. Two of the three Airbnb founders have diversified their stakes as well, which was became publicly traded. Yeah. And so there's been a lot of that. Elon Musk is probably the one that maybe you've heard about in that he asked on Twitter, yeah. hey, should I sell 10% of my holding? And Twitter said, sure. Not Twitter, the company, but people on Twitter said, yeah, it was do a that. poll. Yeah, he yeah. did a poll and they said, yeah. So guess what he did? He well, started selling. The funny thing is that like, let's take a tangent yeah. into Elon Musk world. Yes. He's a very eccentric, interesting gentleman yes. who loves Twitter with a passion. Yes. If you've read, just, I'm not even going to go into all the details, but go read his interactions on Twitter mm-hmm. with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Yes. Because they will crack you up yeah. so much. But anyway, so yes, he put this poll out there. The funny thing is, like, he had been planning to do this already. He just kind of wanted to make a big spectacle out of it and publicize it. But the way that Elon Musk is compensated is through stock 
and the stock options specifically. So if I think most of the way that his incentive plan is organized is that if the company stock hits certain levels, not necessarily company performance, but company stock hits certain levels, he is then given stock options to attain company stock at very low cost basis. Yep. So specifically what happened is that this year, I think a bunch of his options were coming to expire, so he had to exercise them. Mm-hmm. And the way that that works is, say, okay, here's kind of rough real numbers. His stock option cost was $6 per share, mm-hmm. and the stock was trading at 1000 Okay, say something like that for round numbers. So that means that six he is could, not really a round number, but go well, for it. That's a real number. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so he so he could buy the stock for six dollars per share, yep. and then all of the gap between six and the strike price of a thousand is profit for him, mm-hmm. which is really good news. Um, so, but essentially, he's buying stock that's worth a thousand dollars today for six bucks a share. Yep. So, like, it's all profit and very little cost to do so, and then you obtain an obscene amount of stock. Well, he already has insane amounts of stock, Mm -hmm. the largest shareholder of the company. And the thing that people don't understand, I think, about the situation is that he specifically does not take a cash salary. Yeah, it's like a dollar, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if he needs to, A, fund SpaceX, Mm -hmm. because that's pretty much him, or B, go out to Starbucks, Mm which I don't know if he's a big coffee drinker. He's a weird dude. I had a joke about that, that he got really confused when he heard the adage, buy low, sell high. And after his um, podcast with Joe, there, Rogan. with Joe Rogan, he thought, I need to sell because I'm high. <laughs> and that, that's what triggered this whole thing. But oh, that's, that's a whole so thing. funny. So yeah, so he doesn't, he needed, so he all, because of exercising these options, he was going to make a crap ton of money. Yep. Like bazillions, yep. to put it in real world terms. How do you pay taxes when you don't take a salary you have to sell some stock you need cash so elon musk this year is yes trimming down 10 percent of his tesla stake in doing so also you know he's incurring all of these tax bills by profiting on his options mm-hmm. but the only way to pay his world record like biggest tax bill in history as he pointed out to yeah. uh, bernie sanders and elizabeth warren recently <laughs> the way he's paying this is to sell stock to yep. get cash to pay his big multi-billion dollar tax bill right and by the way this is the first time he's sold tesla stock since 2016 so it's not like he does this every year it's about 12.7 billion dollars that he's sold this year so yeah there's there's a lot of reasons you kind of hit on it one of the main reasons we see that group of people liquidating some of their stock from the companies they either ran or started is that tax considerations oh yeah and so there's other reasons around, and we'll talk about it, but the main reason is so far this year, there's been talk about potentially adjusting the tax brackets and how taxes are counted and collected Correct. for high net worth people. Yeah. And so the House passed their version of the Build Back Better plan, which has not gone through both, but the House version had a millionaire's surtax of 5% mm-hmm. on income. Now, normally, like... Elon Musk, his income is very little. He right. generates income only when he sells, and that's capital gains. Their income calculations or what they counted as income was a little different so that they were trying to grab more of that at a higher tax rate. And people that had over $10 million got an additional 3%, so an 8% additional tax on top of whatever tax they're already paying for those above $25 million. Yep. So it's 
it moves up, you know, so from 10 million, you had five, another 3% for anything over 25 million. It's there. And so some of these billionaires are looking at it saying, okay, I could save 8% if I do some stuff this year as opposed to waiting to potentially next year. Now, it's not a guarantee, but they're looking at that and saying, well, if I was thinking of doing it soon, why not do it now and maybe save 8%? Right. Because you say, well, 8%, 8%. But 8% on, 8% billions on a or billion, billion dollars yeah, is, you, again, there's a lot of zeros floating there and yeah. it, it matters. So that's part of the reason they're doing it. And we're not here to get into the politics of whether that all makes sense or whether those certain taxes are there. But what we were thought about is just this trend you see and it's showing up in the news now yeah. is, is going to cause some effects. And what are some of those consequences? So and, the first one is, how does this impact the market? And then second, how does this impact the everyday investor? Right. So let's so, start with the market. So first of all, I think it's probably good to just remind ourselves the goal of investing. Yes. So what is the goal of investing? Where do you buy? Yeah, you buy it low. And what do you do? You, you hold do it you sell? until you need it. Yeah, when, but when would you ideally sell? Sell when it's up. So you buy low and sell high. Yep. And where are the markets right now? The markets are up. The markets are up really all close big. to all-time highs. Not yeah, not exactly, but really yeah. close to all-time highs at the time of this recording. So, if you think about the last handful of years we've had in the stock market, 2020 being shockingly good considering mm-hmm. how rough it was at yep. one point, but 2019 was a good year, 2018 was a down yeah. year. 2019 was a good year, 2020 was a good year, 2021 is a really good year so yep. far. Okay. So, markets up 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 up. Yep. Markets have historically returned roughly 8% per year over the history of the S&P 500. We've gotten a decade, mm-hmm. generally speaking, with a, a couple exceptions, but generally more than a decade of well above trend yes. stock market performance. So stock markets are at all-time highs. A lot of these billionaires are seeing that the stock market being at all-time highs is a better time to sell some of their positions than it would be if mm-hmm. the markets were down. Yeah. So they're all so taking tax into consideration potential changes and taking where the markets are into consideration at being really high, those are two tailwinds that are going to buoy these billionaires trying to maybe deconcentrate themselves, as we're going to talk about in a little bit. So in general, what does this do to the markets? Yes. Well, it kind of depends. So that's kind of the answer for everything. That seems like a good answer. (laughs) But it depends on the position of the company. Like take Zuckerberg, for example, right? He's been consistently selling Mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. So Um, his goal, he has a charity. Him and his wife have a charity set up. And they've stated they hope to give about 99% of their wealth away during their lifetime. Right. So when you sell stock, you create tax. When you gift or give to charity, you can offset some of that as well. So they're also strategically giving and selling together to minimize their overall tax. Benefit. Absolutely. So if there's a year they're giving a bunch of money to charity, that's also a good year to realize some of those gains. Yes. And so you're also seeing that as well as there's been some definite needs for charity and some of their charities have been needing money yeah. to give out to everything going on. You know, right. the tornadoes that just happened a little while ago, everything with COVID. So their charities are being utilized. So they're saying, okay, hey, I want to add some more to the charity. Why don't I take advantage of this tax deduction and offset some gains I have. So you're also seeing them utilize that. And so I guess if you think about some of these companies, a lot of the companies where these billionaires are selling stock are large. They've they've been, they're huge companies and these people have either been with the company from creation Mm -hmm. or got in really early and have been leaders in the company for a long time. So they have massive positions in these companies. Mm -hmm. So if you take someone like Zuckerberg, they have been bleeding off shares 
consistently mm-hmm. for a long time. Yep. Because they have so much, and because if they were to do anything drastic, mm-hmm. it would actually move the market. Yes. If, so if Elon didn't say ten percent, but he said fifty percent, right? That would have been a Andy, problem. If he did it all at once, yes, it would be a problem. So I'm selling I think, tomorrow, ten percent of my. Stake. Watch the tank. Yes. Watch the tank. So what is happening is that there are rules around market manipulation mm-hmm. from the SEC, and we've had issues in the past, something in like the 20s and 30s, where they have created the need for some of these rules. Yes. So some of these people have huge positions, and it is illegal to move, to move the markets, and there are thresholds with which that you can measure yep. that. So they're taking littler chunks here and there, to spread out bigger chunks of dollars across a longer period of time to sell and get the money that they need to do whatever they want to do yep. with it, whether that be pay taxes, do charitable things, have another business, or just live. So that is one thing, but a lot of these companies are so large that a, a leader, even Elon Musk selling 10% of his stake in Tesla, which is the largest of anyone mm-hmm. in the company, it's not enough to absolutely tank the stock yeah because so you know how stocks go up or how, how stocks go down is are there more buyers than sellers well if there are more buyers than sellers of a stock the stock's going to go up because every single transaction is incrementally you know yep. more expensive more until, demand. until yep. the demand tapers off mm-hmm. and then it goes the other way as as you know there's less and less demand the stock price will go down well as you're selling, the stock price is going down. Well, even throughout all of his selling, the stock hasn't really tanked. It's down a little bit. It's been volatile, but it was volatile anyway before yeah. that. So I think it's something to keep in mind that these companies are generally huge. Yep. And the market caps of these companies are so big that these billionaires liquidating many millions, at least, dollars of shares isn't moving the stock yep. hardly at all. And the other piece of it, too, is you know, they're not necessarily getting out of the market. They're getting out of a concentrated position. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of them, selling doesn't mean that they're holding cash or sitting on the sidelines. Right. That they're not saying, oh, the whole stock market is overbought and it's too expensive. They're just saying, I have a lot in this one company. I like the company, but man, I could probably do to get some out of there right now. And yeah. that's what they're doing. And their position may have vastly grown faster than their other investments that they've had over time, which means that it could be, as a financial planner, we would say over-concentrated. You know, you've got a lot of eggs in one basket. So if the one company where you're taking all of your benefits and your actual living expenses and everything from anyway, if that falls apart, then really like your whole financial picture is in a different situation. So it's just, I think, a little bit of prudent thinking. Mm -hmm. It's it's not necessarily what we're saying. I I think it's not necessarily a warning sign that the market's going to fall apart. This is billionaires taking opportunities in terms of taxes and billionaires Mm -hmm. taking opportunities in terms of great markets to to change what they're doing with with their capital a little bit. Right. Take a little bit of risk off the table, perhaps. Give a little, those sort of things. So that's kind of where I think it is. I... I don't necessarily think it's like a red flag for the markets that these billionaires think the markets are going to tank. Mm-hmm. I think it's these billionaires are seeing some opportunity and they're taking a little bit of risk off the table. Yeah. That's right. kind of I, I think it's smart. Yes. I I'm not in the position to be liquidating multi-million dollar positions in my thing, but I I think I would probably if you were view a little I would view it a little bit different. Or I'd view it the same as they yeah. are, you know. Definitely. So, Josh, I got a dad joke of the uh, let's, week. For you. Let's hear it. I need a good dad joke. So, as we're sitting here recording this on a brand new, brand new computer, computer of mine, it's fancy. I have a computer joke for you. All right. Why did the computer crack a joke? I do not know. Why would it do because that? Because it saw its motherboard. 
His mother was bored. His mother was bored and needed to tell a joke. <laughs> I like it. I so, like it. There you go, Josh. That is the dad joke of the week. So I guess this. Let's bring this home. Yes. So does this mean that listener Bob, Sue, any of these listeners? These are random names that just came into my head. We probably have. Hopefully, probably we have do. A Bob hopefully, and a Sue we do. Listener. If not, share it with a Bob or a Sue. Yeah. So they can Bob, listen. So to they them can listen personally to them personally. So should our listeners and us. Be selling because billionaires are selling stock, right? Yeah, is this a sign that we need right. to be is following this like, in? Yeah. Should we jump mm-hmm. in with them? Well, maybe. Like you said, it depends. Oh, I uh, love it. And there's kind of three reasons why you may want to be selling along with the billionaires. One, do you have a concentrated position? And, you know, we're talking comparison. There are a lot of people who may have an over-concentrated position for their net worth because maybe they were really liking a company or they also had stock options or grants or yep. something but even just something simply as tesla because we were talking about elon musk that stock's done pretty well yeah and your position may have grown if right. you held that to a point where you're like that's ah, bigger than i really wanted it to be you're over concentrated yep. so that might be a reason to sell do you need cash? That's one of the best reasons that is to one sell, of the right? Best reasons to sell. Uh, is I need cash for something. Or were you in a lockout period that you're now out of and you say, okay, again, I need to diversify this that I'm now able to and yep. I wasn't before. Dude, likely to company stock. Right. Plans. So a good example, uh, some of the other people that were noted in here is the founders of like Airbnb. They became publicly traded. They probably had a lockout period where they could not do anything. And then once that was done, they started to divest some of their original stock ownership. So those are some reasons why you may want to diversify is the main one being, I just need cash and that's fine. That's part of why investing is at some point you're growing this money to use the money. And if you have a need for the money, utilize it again. Hopefully it fits in your plan and you've talked through with a financial advisor and you've um, kind of planned for this event, but that's the best reason to sell. What we're saying is that this is not a leading indicator that we believe things are going to just fall apart because of billionaires unloading some company stock. It does not seem like that is the risk that we're facing at this point. What that would be is that would be if people are reading into it saying that, that would be them trying to say, oh, this is some sort of market timing I can do. I'm going to get out at the top. And what do we know about market timing? Market timing does not work. It does not work, people. Stop trying to do it. Yep. So. Yes, do not try and time the market here. If you need cash because it's part of your financial plan and you were going to do it anyway, this is probably a good time to sell, especially because the market's up huge. If you don't need cash and you know you weren't planning on selling, don't take this as a as right. some sort of you know crystal ball to try and Correct. get some extra alpha, right? Definitely. So that is kind of where we're at. As always, check out our free gift to you. It's a brief list of eight principles of timeless investing. These are overarching investment themes meant to keep you on track to keep, meet your long-term goals. And again, we're focusing long-term here. We are in this for the long haul, and we are hopefully going to help you guys along the way. So check that out. It is free on our website. Josh, how can people help us grow this podcast? Yeah, make sure you subscribe. Always get our newest episode every Thursday. Leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Always good. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts or questions, shoot us an email at hello at theinvesteddads.com. We love hearing from you. And then if you know somebody who was asking about this or was talking about those billionaires, uh, share this episode with them. Hopefully be informative. All right. Well, until next Thursday, have a great week. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Invested Dads podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, leave us a review. 
click subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Josh Robb and Austin Wilson work for Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.